Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Welcome once again to Talk and Fight, another episode featuring Christian from the Friday Night Panel, and we're talking about the Olympics, specifically boxing. And hopefully we've got some updates and some new news today. Do we? Do we, Christian? Do we? I mean, I know, I know we're searching hard across the internet to find news, but have you found anything today? Well, again, things are going to start ramping up as as of tomorrow uh, marks the 100-day countdown to the beginning of the Games. So we will be seeing some uh, some Olympic-themed stuff coming down the pipeline very shortly. One of the things we've been talking about recently was a, uh, a pro boxer who uh, is going to be stepping in at these Olympics from the Philippines, Umar Marshall. Okay. And specifically that he's currently training in the States and the national team obviously wants him with the rest of the camp in Thailand. And there's been a bit of a bit of an up and down about that as of the last little while. However, he is getting a little bit of help in training. He is in the States currently, but he's going to be getting a little bit of help training between now and when he does rejoin the train, the team, uh, his task now finished Jerwin and Cajas, who you'll know as, uh, from last Saturday's fights is going to help Umar Marshall achieve his lofty goal by bringing home that Olympic gold to Philippines. So having recently retained the International Boxing Federation's super flyweight crown on this past Saturday, I'm sure it's a fight you watched, I know I did, and Cajas can now return to the Philippines if he wishes to. But, and Cajas now, boxing's most successful reigning world champion with nine title defenses, has chosen to remain in the U.S. and fulfill his promise to Marshall that he will be with the middleweight prospect on his journey towards the Tokyo Olympics. Also keeping uh, Marshall Company into a system in whatever capacity they can are Ancaz's head trainer, uh, Jovan Jimenez, and sparring partner, Jonas Sultan. So Ancaz said, we will be there for him in his dream to give the country its first Olympic gold. We've been together a long time now and have formed a bond like brothers. So his plan is to stay put here. And Cajas, uh, Marcial, Jimenez, and Sultan have lived and trained together in Los Angeles since this past October in a spacious house rented by Manny Pacquiao Promotions President Sean Gibbons. So uh, he went on to say, he doesn't want to be alone, and for our part, we want to be by his side to help and guide him wherever we can. So in Cajas, uh, again, this past Saturday, we just mentioned, knocked down Mexican challenger Jonathan Rodriguez in the eighth round and uh, to win by unanimous decision. Uh, he added, um, anyway, he might be leaving soon uh, to go join the national team. Um, he said this while they were currently on a break from their New York City tour arranged by Gibbons. They will be flying back to Los Angeles on this uh, on Tuesday, so I guess today. The national boxers uh, for the Philippines are currently training in Thailand and will be competing with the Asia at the Asian Championships start set to start May 21st and run through May 31st in New Delhi, India, in preparations for the Olympics starting in July. Uh, the Association of Boxing Alliances uh, in the Philippines, ABAP, headed by Ricky Vargas, has acceded to Marshall's request to send a national coach over to the U.S., but is currently being hampered by visa issues. We went a little further into depth on that a few days ago. If you're looking for more information on that, check out one of our past episodes there. Marshall is currently training at Freddie Roach's Wild Card Boxing Club in Hollywood, but wants to join Team Encajas in the planned two-week stint in Las Vegas before joining the fellow national team, uh, fellows from the national team in India. So that's a little bit of an update what's going on with our friends in the Philippines. Now, moving along on that, but sticking with boxing here, I know and you know as well that we do have a number of our viewers come to us from the UK just across the pond. So I wanted to take a quick uh, quick 
a uh, little something here for these guys here. This is big news in the UK. Boxing gyms are allowed to reopen as of today in the United Kingdom. So boxing gyms in England can reopen subject to meeting the criteria for indoor venues previously established during the pandemic. So these are going to include limits on numbers of people allowed at any one time, the need to follow test and trace procedures, uh, competing as well as complete a risk assessment and socially distance. That's except for uh, doing pad work. Indoor training uh, will be permitted for children and under 18s. Uh, this does include sparring as well as pad work. Coaches, though, will, of course, have to use their judgment when it comes to reintroducing sparring after such a long time without. Obviously, we don't want our athletes getting hurt here. And it has been confirmed that groups or bubble numbers for indoor as under 18s are limited to 15 groups of 15 plus coaches, providing that number remains within COVID capacity guidelines. Now, this is as opposed to uh, outdoor organized sports where the numbers are unlimited, such as, you know, football or soccer, depending on who you're talking to. Now, a club or venue is going to be permitted to have more than one uh, bubble or group of 15, provided that those groups are able to operate separately and continue to socially distance appropriately, as well as meet COVID capacity uh, guidelines for that venue. Obviously, larger gyms are going to have larger capacity numbers, smaller gyms, smaller bubbles, less bubbles. Adults are in phase one of the return, so the guidance is currently permits only pad work and no sparring as of yet. Adult pad work should be done one-to-one -one with a coach only, and all other adult training indoors should be done on an individual basis. Now, that is unless you are coming from within the same household, as well as remaining socially distant at all times, no group activity. The determination and commitment and care of the sports volunteers will, of course, be vital as grassroots boxing rebuilds. As the next phase of the return to training begins, Baroness Tanny Gray-Thompson has joined forces with Sport England and a host of other sporting organizations that pay tribute to just these kinds of uh, volunteers. Uh, from helping to make the club COVID secure to reaching out uh, and supporting wider communities through food banks, making deliveries, checking in on neighbors, sports, uh, sport volunteering. You know, these people have gone above and beyond, and this contribution, Baroness uh, Gray Thompson is eager to recognize. Uh, she was quoted as saying, it's been a time of kindness, of giving, and of selflessness where people have really stepped up to help their communities. To the millions of people helping grassroots sport and activity come through these difficult times, we want to say a huge and heartfelt thank you. Thank you for your incredible dedication and commitment. Thank you for supporting the physical as well as mental well-being of millions of people. You have improved the lives and helped the communities when they needed you most. That was a quote from her. So good news out of the UK. Boxing is back for our amateur athletes. So hopefully that's we're going to see some uh, training ramped up. Hopefully, I'm not sure exactly what that's going to mean for uh, the elite national team at this point. Uh, you know, I you know, Carl over at Big Bell Boxing or Big T might have some thoughts on that, where that's going to be headed next. But uh, great news from across the pond, and they're still trying to finagle whether or not uh, Umar Marshall is going to rejoin the national team in the Philippines prior to the tournament in India, or if he's going to stick it out in L.A. slash Vegas between now and then. But those are our big headlines for the day. And it says starting tomorrow, we're into that 100-day countdown. So we'll be looking uh, for some more headlines then. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Carl over at uh, Last Bell Boxing Chat is making his predictions now that they will still dominate at the Olympics. 
It's what we do. <laughs> it's, what, it's, it's what we do. That's cool. And uh, and uh, Big T is waiting, letting us know that uh, Team Great Britain has been training full time throughout all this. So this isn't a huge step for them necessarily, but I'm sure they'll be happy to see that uh, amateur athletes are getting a chance to uh, lace up again. So all good news there. It is good news. It's and that's what we like to have. Good news. Uh, well, I can't always promise not... you good news, man. We're in a pandemic. No. Nope. <laughs> no, but uh, but I mean, travel restrictions have been probably the biggest problem, uh, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and we're all ready to uh, uh, see our athletes compete at the Olympics, uh, no matter what country we're from, no matter what sport we enjoy. But in our case, we enjoy boxing and we enjoy uh, the best of the best, quite frankly. And uh, travel restrictions have been uh, hurting quite a few teams. And it's good to see, though, that fighting is coming back, uh, both on an amateur level and uh, professionally. We've got some big tournaments coming up. And right, you want to read that off? It's big T oh, coming well, in there. Just letting us know that the national team in the U and uh, Great Britain uh, just came back from a training camp in Ireland with squads from Italy, France, England, and Ireland. So they've been busy at work again. We haven't seen uh, the Great Britain team too active in international tournaments over the last couple of months, where we have seen a few other uh, national uh, committees getting involved. But again, as you said, largely due to travel restrictions. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we'd mentioned Serbia oh. before. That's right. Yeah, so that's, that's coming so up. That, yeah. So that's what we're saying. This stuff is starting to ramp up quickly. Uh, I guess uh, the hundred-day ticker is upon us tomorrow. And uh, these guys are going to be going for it. I know this is amateur. I don't know this is name. No, it's a debate. <laughs> Sorry. Who the heck is Liam Williams? Do you know Liam Williams? You're going to have to take that one up with Big Mike and knuckle up with Mike Orr at four. Mm, or yeah, Bola Ray might be, inter might be interested in weighing in on that one. We, we, we tend to keep this show pretty, pretty based around amateur boxing and especially the road towards the Olympics. And then once we're done with the Olympics, we'll be moving on to championships we're moving on to commonwealth games and you know all the big major tournaments as they come around but right on for now for now we're sticking with the olympics yes we are yes we are and we've got uh, finally some good news uh something good to talk about and it's great to hear i mean not just the, the uk team um the welsh boxer so our producer's chiming in now Liam Williams is a Welsh professional boxer who challenged for the WBO interim light middleweight title in 2017. Mm -hmm. At a regional level, he held the British and Commonwealth light middleweight titles between 2014-2016 and the British middleweight title. Fro. Oh, I see. <laughs> Sorry, that was a continued sentence. It must have got cut off. Okay, cool. So that's Liam Williams. Oh, well, there we uh, go. And he'll be fighting with squad. the elite team right now and looking to qualify for Tokyo in the 91 kilogram category with Team Great Britain. So we'll definitely be looking a little bit farther into Williams then as we get a little closer to the games. We're going to start profiling a lot more boxers as we get into Once we have a clearer picture as to who is actually going to be fighting in Tokyo, because right now we're still missing half of that card. We've only got our answers out of Africa and the Asia Oceania tournaments slash those allocated spots based on ranking. So once we have a clearer picture of who, who it is we're going to be seeing in the Olympics from the postponed European uh, qualifiers as well as the American qualifiers, we're going to start profiling a few more fighters that you guys at home may be a little bit more familiar with, not just the guys out of India, Uzbekistan, and the Philippines, places like that. Great shot. Cool. Yeah, I think we mentioned Fraser yesterday. Um, anyway, cool. Good stuff. Um, Excellent report, excellent interaction with our fans out there across the pond. 
And it's really good to hear that uh, there are diff different nations uh, traveling uh, to these tournaments, to these training camps, getting themselves ready because, uh, boy, oh, boy, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, well, <laughs> as a fan. <laughs> Last time I was in the gym would be 40 years ago. But anyway, it's another story. Thanks very much for your report, Christian. Thanks very much from uh, guys across the pond uh, chiming in, letting us know what's going on over there. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk then. Thank you.